Welcome to the TG3 Podcast. I am Rob Westervelt, and I am here with Nick Willis, and we are going to talk about how do you get to a brighter future faster. Today, we want to talk specifically about brand, particularly your brand and your organization's brand. It turns out we all have brands, personal brands, department brands, organizational brands, but we want to talk today about organizational brands. And before we do, Nick is going to tell us a story. Yeah, I actually, uh, Rob, I have two stories to tell you. And uh, I have one story to tell about a, a great moment um, for an organization. And actually today, just because I love Disneyland so much, I've decided to bring two stories straight from Disneyland. And uh, there are so many good stories and maybe some negative stories surrounding experiences at Disneyland. But I think that Disney has a very strong brand. Uh, they've worked very hard on um, giving a family an experience and uh, a feeling when you're in the place. So the first uh, story that I want to tell is uh, we're going to label it the magical moment. Okay. And uh, I want to tell you a story that a friend told to me about his family's trip to Disneyland. Uh, they were at the time visiting California Adventure and uh, it was later in the afternoon and they were tired and you know later in the afternoon you you go and see certain things that might take you out of uh, the heat and they went into the air-conditioned uh, uh, crush exhibit where uh, crush from finding nemo comes out and talks to the kids and the kids get to ask crush questions and it's kind of an interactive experience between the animated crush turtle and the kids and uh, my friend's daughter, she was probably about seven years old at the time. She really, really wanted to ask Crush a question. And, uh, and so she sat right up in the front and uh, she raised her hand every time that they asked for a question for Crush and they just never called on her. And at the end of it, she was like literally crushed, right? Sorry for the bad pun. But uh, so she was, and she started to cry. And uh, and so my friend and his older son left the auditorium and uh, the mother and the daughter stayed behind and they kind of sat there and she was kind of trying to talk her daughter through the minor disappointment and tried to help her to... Uh, kind of return to joy, so to speak. And, uh, and they were sitting there and the attendant, uh, the, of the auditorium came up to them and said, what seems to be the problem? What's going on? Why, why, what, why is she crying? And, uh, and the mom said, well, she, she just really wanted to get to ask crush a question. And, um, the attendant said, Hey, 
let's bring crush out right now. And, uh, you can ask him a question if you want to. And so now, now let me just stop you right there. Cause I'm, I'm imagining people listening to this story and you're feeling different at this turning point because we've all been there. Anyone who has children knows the feeling of disappointment, especially hot and tired. And Disneyland's not like a cheap, quick, uh, trip. It's a, monumental event and you've invested a lot of money and this was one of the high points and you were about ready to have a real real low yeah but as you're describing this all of a sudden i'm feeling different yes so tell us what happened yeah so anyway they so they bring crush back out it's just the mom and the daughter in the auditorium and crush just gets to starts having a conversation with the daughter and they end up staying in the auditorium and talking to crush one-on-one -on -one for about 20 minutes. And that was all the time that they had before they started the next show. And it's just like such a cool story where there were workers, they probably weren't getting paid a lot of money, but they had been given the authority and the permission to like make somebody's day. Wow. And, uh, I, I just think that that's a magical moment. Hmm. Like that's the moment you're looking for around your brand. And you know what, because of that moment, my friend and his wife are probably going to spend some more money at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just such a great story about, you know, Disney has a brand and they give their people the opportunity and they've built a culture around um, supporting that brand. So, so let's reflect on this for just a moment. Um, when we think about what is a brand, a brand, an, a very simple way to think about this is a brand is what people think about when they think about you. Now we're thinking about Disney. And when you talk to people who go to Disneyland, I mean, there is customer service before Disneyland and there is customer service after Disneyland. They raise the standard because they created a culture around the customer so that a, an employee, what do you think the rank of this employee was? Uh, not high, not, uh, high. I, I'm sure that this young lady was probably a college student that yeah. was working for the summer at Disneyland hourly employee but so far down in the organizational chart, but had the ability to say, yes, we will do this. Now, what happens as a result of this? So why don't you, why don't you pick up the story and, and what was the reaction after this happened? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> all I can say is, um, obviously the little girl was delighted and it kind of made her day. And it was the best experience, not of the day, but of the trip. And I know this. <laughs> yeah, you know it. I know it. It's like, we don't know anything about the fact that they even went to Disneyland, but we know this story. Mm -hmm. And and now look at all the other people. Think of what, I wonder what the advertising value of this story has been for Disney. But they didn't do it to get good advertising. They did it because that was who they were. Mm -hmm. They were just operating according to the culture. And Nick, when we talk about culture, um, what are we talking about when we say, what is the culture? What does that even mean? Mm -hmm. 
Well, there are different ways um, to describe culture, but really culture is how do you treat people? What are you, um, how do you treat your customers? Uh, one way that I've heard it described before is um, that culture is what you're willing to tolerate in your organization. Yeah. And I, I think that that's such an important thing that we could even say it one more time that like culture is what you're willing to tolerate inside of your organization. That doesn't necessarily mean that nothing negative will ever happen at your organization. If you've built a good culture, bad things do happen and unfortunate circumstances do arise, but do you tolerate that? Yes. And do you advocate it? Uh, I mean, there's, I've heard culture described as the line that separates what you tolerate from what you don't tolerate and what you advocate from what you don't advocate. And so when you go back to the Disney culture, you know what they tolerate and what they don't tolerate. And you know what they definitely advocate and don't advocate. And when they are on brand, it means that they are following the culture from the highest to the lowest level employee. They are all on the same page. Yes. Another way of thinking about culture would be from a biblical perspective where, um, Jesus talks about us building our house on the rock. And I like to think of in an organization, the rock that your organization is being built on is the culture of your organization and how that plays out in your organization is you've either built your organization on a positive culture or you're building your foundation on sand, so to speak of a negative culture. And you can have the most beautiful organization. It can have the nicest buildings. It can have the best mission statement. It can have everything that it looks great from the outside. And then the storm hits. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the storm hits your organization, you get to find out something about that organization's culture. And you get to find out, was this organization built on a strong culture or was it built on a weak culture? And on, unfortunately, the, the organizations that are built on weak culture are the ones where the building falls down in those hard times. Mm. And you wonder what happened? Like this thing was just going gangbusters. How did it all fall apart in such a short amount of time? And it's like, don't look at the big shiny objects, look at the culture that it was built on. Yes. And this reminds me of that famous Peter Drucker quote, which says culture eats strategy for breakfast, but it's, it goes further than that because culture either eats everything or it lifts it up. Yeah. And today we gave this example of where culture lifted up the experience. Here's a, a family who did not have what they came for, right? Mm -hmm. The magical moment in the magic kingdom. And somebody at the lowest level said, I'm going to change that. That's our culture is I change that. And she, and she felt empowered to do that. Now, Nick, you mentioned that we have two stories to talk about, and there's sort of another side to the coin. 
why don't you give them preview? Cause we're going to get into this in the next episode. Yeah. I want to tell uh, one more story about brand and at Disneyland. Uh, I think um, I'll tell you a story about uh, an experience I had at Disneyland where the brand didn't hold up. And, and what do we call that? Uh, we're calling that a brand buster. <laughs> brand buster. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what we want to talk about next time. But I would issue one like challenge to think about as we kind of um, end. And that is how does your organization create a magical moment for your customer? Why don't you repeat that again? Yeah. How does your organization create a magical moment for your customer? Hmm. Yeah. I, I would even add to that. Think about this. Like maybe you say, oh, I don't, I'm not working right now. Um, or I'm, uh, maybe you're a stay at home mom. Maybe, maybe you're uh, a young person who hasn't gotten their first job. You can still think about this in terms of your own personal brand. What kind of atmosphere are you creating? What kind of magical moments do you create in your interactions? And if you're in a large organization, think about your department. What is the magical moment? Your brand is what people think about when they think about you. And with that, we will see you in the next episode.